The Bear by Anton Chekhov. Translated by Julius West. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Bear. Characters Elena Ivanovna Popova, a landowning little widow with dimples on her cheeks. Read by Elizabeth Klatt. Grigory Stepanovich Smirnov, a middle-aged landowner. Read by Martin Giessen. Luca, Popova's aged footman. Read by Denny Sayers. Narration. Read by Liberty Stump. A drawing-room in Popova's house. Popova is in deep mourning, and has her eyes fixed on a photograph. Luca is haranguing her. It isn't right, madam. You're just destroying yourself. The maid and the cook have gone off fruit-picking. Every living being is rejoicing. Even the cat understands how to enjoy herself, and walks about in the yard catching midges. Only you sit in this room all day, as if this was a convent, and don't take any pleasure. Yes, really, I reckon it's a whole year that you haven't left the house. I shall never go out. Why should I? My life is already at an end. He is in his grave, and I have buried myself between four walls. We are both dead. Well, there you are. Nikolai Mikhailovich is dead. Well, it's the will of God, and may his soul rest in peace. You've mourned him, and quite right. But you can't go on weeping and wearing mourning for ever. My old woman died, too, when her time came. Well, I grieved over her. I wept for a month. And that's enough for her. But if I've got to weep for a whole age, well, the old woman isn't worth it. You've forgotten all your neighbors. You don't go anywhere, and you see nobody. We live, so to speak, like spiders, and never see the light. The mice have eaten my livery. It isn't as if there were no good people around, for the district's full of them. There's a regiment quartered at Riblov, and the officers are such beauties. You can never gauge your fill at them. And every Friday there's a ball at the camp, and every day the soldiers' band plays. Eh, my lady? You're young and, and beautiful, with roses in your cheek. If you only took a little pleasure— Beauty won't last long, you know. In ten years' time you'll want to be a peahen yourself among the officers. But they won't look at you. It will be too late. I must ask you never to talk to me about it. You know that when Nikolai Mikhailovich died, life lost all its meaning for me. I vowed never to the end of my days to cease to wear mourning, or to see the light. You hear? Let his ghost see how well I love him. Yes, I know it's no secret to you that he was often unfair to me, cruel and—and and even unfaithful. But I shall be true until death, and show him how I can love. There, beyond the grave, he will see me as I was before his death. 
instead of talking like that you ought to go and have a walk in the garden or else order toby or giant to be harnessed and then drive out to see some of the neighbors oh <laughs> madam dear madam what is it bless you he was so fond of toby he always used to ride on him to the Korchigans at Vlasov's. Oh, how well he could ride! What grace there was in his figure when he pulled at the reins with all his strength! Do you remember? Toby, Toby, tell them to give him an extra feed of oats. Uh, yes, madam. A bell rings noisily. Who's that? Tell them that I receive nobody. Yes, madam. Exit. Looks at the photograph. You will see, Nikolai, how I can love and forgive. My love will die out with me, only when this poor heart will cease to beat. <laughs> and aren't you ashamed? I am a good and virtuous little wife. I've locked myself in and will be true to you till the grave, and you— Aren't you ashamed, you bad child? You deceived me, had rows with me, left me alone for weeks on end. Luca enters in consternation. Madam, somebody is asking for you. He wants to see you. But didn't you tell him that since the death of my husband I've stopped receiving? I did, but he wouldn't even listen. Says that it's a very pressing affair. I do not receive. I told him so, but the the devil curses and pushes himself right in. He's in the dining-room now. Very well, ask him in. What manners! Exit Luca. Oh, how these people annoy me! What does he want of me? Why should he disturb my peace? Oh, no, I see that I shall have to go into a convent after all. Yes, into a convent. Enter Luca with Smirnov. To Luca. You fool! You're too fond of talking. Gas! Sees Popova and speaks with respect. Ah, madam, I have the honour to present myself. I am Grigory Stepanovich Smirnov, landowner and retired lieutenant of artillery. I am compelled to disturb you on a very pressing affair. Not giving him her hand. What do you want? Your late husband, with whom I had the honour of being acquainted, died in my debt for one thousand two hundred roubles on two bills of exchange. As I've got to pay the interest on a mortgage to-morrow, I've come to ask you, madam, to pay me the money to-day. One thousand two hundred? And what was my husband in debt to you for? He used to buy oats from me. Oh, so don't you forget, Luca, to give Toby an extra feed of oats. Exit, Luca. If Nikolai Mikhailovich died in debt to you, then I shall certainly pay you. But you must excuse me to-day, as I haven't any spare cash. The day after to-morrow my steward will be back from town, and I'll give him instructions to settle your account. But at the moment I cannot do as you wish. 
Moreover, it's exactly seven months to-day since the death of my husband, and I'm in a state of mind which absolutely prevents me from giving money matters my attention. And I'm in a state of mind which, if I don't pay the interest due to-morrow, will force me to make a graceful exit from this life, feet first. They'll take my estate. You'll have your money the day after to-morrow. I don't want the money the day after to-morrow. I want it to-day. You must excuse me. I can't pay you. And I can't wait till after to-morrow. Well, what can I do if I haven't the money now? You mean to say you can't pay me? I can't. Hmm. Is that the last word you've got to say? Yes, the last word. The last word. Absolutely your last. Absolutely. Hmm. Thank you so much. I'll make note of it. Shrugs his shoulders. And then people want me to keep calm. I meet a man on the road, and he asks me, Why are you always so angry, Grigory Stepanovitch? But how on earth am I not to get angry? I want the money desperately. I rode out yesterday, early in the morning, and called on all my debtors and not a single one of them paid up. I was just about dead beat after it all, slept, goodness knows where, in some inn kept by a Jew, with a vodka barrel by my head. At last I get here, seventy versts from home, and hope to get something, and I am received by you with a state of mind how shouldn't i get angry i thought i distinctly said my steward will pay you when he returns from town i didn't come to your steward but to you what the devil excuse my saying so have i to do with your steward excuse me sir i am not accustomed to listen to such expressions or to such a tone of voice i want to hear no more makes a rapid exit oh there a state of mind husband died seven months ago must i pay the interest or mustn't i i ask you must i pay or must i not suppose your husband is dead and you've got a state of mind and nonsense of that sort and your steward's gone away somewhere devil take him what do you want me to do do you think i can fly away from my creditors in a balloon or what or do you expect me to go and run my head into a brick wall i go to gruzdyov and he isn't at home yaroshevitch has hidden himself i had a violent row with kuritsin and nearly threw him out of the window mazuko has something the matter with his bowels and this woman has a state of mind not one of the swine wants to pay me oh, just because i'm too gentle with them because i'm a rag just weak wax in their hands i'm much too gentle with them well just you wait 
you'll find out what i'm like i shan't let you play about with me confound it i shall jolly well stay here until she pays how angry i am to-day how angry i am all my inside is quivering with anger that i can't even breathe for my word i even feel sick waiter enter luca what is it get me some kvass or water exit luca oh, what a way to reason a man is in desperate need of his money and she won't pay it because you see she is not disposed to attend to money matters that's real silly feminine logic that's why i never did like and don't like now to have to talk to women i'd rather sit on a barrel of gunpowder than talk to a woman oh, i feel quite chilly and it's all on account of that little bit of fluff i can't even see one of these poetic creatures from a distance without breaking out into a cold sweat of sheer anger i can't look at them enter luca with water madam is ill and will see nobody get out exit luca ill and will see nobody no it's all right you don't see me i'm going to stay and will sit here till you give me the money you can be ill for a week if you like and i'll stay here for a week if you're ill for a year i'll stay for a year i'm going to get my own my dear you don't get at me with your widow's weeds and your dimpled cheeks i know those dimples shouts through the window simeon take them out we aren't going away at once i'm staying here tell them in the stable to give the horses some oats oh, you fool you've let the near horse's leg get tied up in the reins again never mind i'll give it you never mind goes away from the window oh it's bad the heat's frightful nobody pays up i slept badly and on top of everything else here's a bit of fluff in mourning with a state of mind oh my head's aching shall i have some vodka what yes i think i will waiter enter luca what is it a glass of vodka exit luca <sighs> sits and inspects himself oh i must say i look well dust all over boots dirty unwashed unkempt straw on me waistcoat the dear lady may well have taken me for a brigand it's rather impolite to come into a drawing-room in this state but it can't be helped 
i am not here as a visitor but as a creditor and there's no dress specially prescribed for creditors enter luca with the vodka you allow yourself to go very far sir what uh, nothing i really whom are you talking to shut up aside the devil's come to stay bad luck that brought him exit oh how angry i am so angry that i think i could grind the whole world to dust i even feel sick waiter enter popova her eyes downcast sir in my solitude i have grown unaccustomed to the masculine voice and i can't stand shouting i must ask you not to disturb my peace pay me the money and i'll go i told you perfectly plainly i haven't any money to spare wait until the day after to-morrow and i told you perfectly plainly i don't want the money the day after to-morrow but to-day if you don't pay me to-day i'll have to hang myself to-morrow but what can i do if i haven't got the money you're so strange then you won't pay me now hm? i can't in that case i stay here and shall wait until i get it sits down you're going to pay me the day after to-morrow very well i'll stay here until the day after to-morrow i'll sit here all the time ah. jumps up oh, i ask you have i got to pay the interest to-morrow or haven't i or do you think i'm doing this for a joke please don't shout this isn't a stable i wasn't asking you about a stable but whether i'd got my interest to pay to-morrow or not you don't know how to behave before women no i do know how to behave before women no you don't you're a rude ill-bred man decent people don't talk to a woman like that what a business how do you want me to talk to you in french or what oh, madame je vous prie how happy i am that you don't pay me ah pardon i have disturbed you such lovely weather to-day and how well you look in morning <sighs> bows that's silly and rude silly and rude i don't know how to behave before women madam in my time i've seen more women than you've seen sparrows three times i fought duels on account of women i've refused twelve women and nine have refused me yes there was a time when i played the fool scented myself used honeyed words wore jewellery made beautiful bows i used to love to suffer to sigh at the moon to get sour to thaw to freeze i used to love
passionately madly every blessed way devil take me i used to chatter like a magpie about emancipation and wasted half my wealth on tender feelings but now you must excuse me you won't get round me like that now i've had enough black eyes passionate eyes ruby lips dimpled cheeks the moon whispers timid breathing i wouldn't give a brass farthing for the lot madam present company always excepted all women great or little are insincere crooked backbiters envious liars to the marrow of their bones vain trivial merciless unreasonable and as far as this is concerned taps his forehead excuse my outspokenness a sparrow can give ten points to any philosopher in petticoats you like to name you look at one of these poetic creatures all muslin an ethereal demigoddess you have a million transports of joy and you look into her soul and see a common crocodile he grips the back of a chair the chair creaks and breaks oh but the most disgusting thing of all is that this crocodile for some reason or other imagines that its chef-d'oeuvre its privilege and monopoly is its tender feelings oh why confound it hang me on that nail feet upwards if you like but have you met a woman who can love anybody except a lapdog when she's in love can she do anything but snivel and slobber while a man is suffering and making sacrifices all her love expresses itself in her playing about with her scarf and trying to hook him more firmly by the nose oh, you have the misfortune to be a woman you know from yourself what is the nature of woman tell me truthfully have you ever seen a woman who was sincere faithful and constant you haven't only freaks and old women are faithful and constant you'll meet a cat with a horn or a white woodcock sooner than a constant woman then according to you who is faithful and constant in love is it the man yes the man the man <laughs> men are faithful and constant in love what an idea what right have you to talk like that men are faithful and constant since we are talking about it i'll tell you that of all the men i knew and know the best was my late husband i loved him passionately with all my being as only a young and imaginative woman can love i gave him my youth my happiness, my life, my fortune. I breathed in him. I worshipped him as if he were a heathen, and—and and what then? This best of men shamelessly deceived me at every step. After his death I found in his desk a whole drawer full of love-letters, 
and when he was alive—it's oh, an awful thing to remember—he used to leave me alone for weeks at a time, and make love to other women, and betray me before my very eyes. He wasted my money and made fun of my feelings. And in spite of all that I loved him and was true to him. And not only that, but now he is dead I am still true and constant to his memory. I have shut myself forever within these four walls, and will wear these weeds to the very end." <laughs> weeds! I don't understand what you take me for. As if I don't know why you wear that black domino, and bury yourself between four walls. I should say I did. It's so mysterious, so poetic. When some yunker or some tame poet goes past your windows, he'll think there lives the mysterious Tamara, who, for the love of her husband, buried herself between four walls. Oh, we know these games. What? How dare you say all that to me? You may have buried yourself alive, but you haven't forgotten to powder your face. How dare you speak to me like that? Please don't shout. I'm not your steward. You must allow me to call things by their real names. I'm not a woman, and I'm used to saying what I think straight out. Don't you shout either. I'm not shouting. It's you. Please leave me alone. Pay me my money, and I'll go. I shan't give you any money. Oh, no, you will. I shan't give you a farthing just to spite you. You leave me alone. I have not the pleasure of being either your husband or your fiancé, so please don't make scenes. Sits. I don't like it. Choking with rage. Oh, so you sit down. I do. I ask you to go away. Give me my money. Aside. Oh, how angry I am, how angry I am. I don't want to talk to impudent scoundrels. Get out of this. Aren't you going? No. 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 Very well, then. Rings. Enter Luca. Luca? Show this gentleman out. Approaches Smirnov. Would you mind going out, sir? As you're asked to. You needn't. Jumps up. Oh, shut up! Who are you talking to? I'll chop you into pieces. Clutches at his heart. Little fathers. What people? I'm ill. I'm ill. Can't breathe. Falls into a chair. Where's Dasha? 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 Pelageya? Dasha? Rings. Oh, they've all gone out to pick fruit. There's nobody at home. I'm ill. Water. Get out of this now. Can't you be more polite? Clenches her fists and stamps her foot. Oh! You're a boar, a coarse bear, a bourbon, a monster. What? What did you say? I said you are a bear, a monster. 
approaching her may i ask what right you have to insult me and suppose i am insulting you do you think i'm afraid of you and do you think that just because you're a poetic creature you can insult me with impunity uh, we'll fight it out little fathers what people water oh, pistols do you think i'm afraid of you just because you have large fists and a bull's throat eh you bourbon We'll fight it out. I'm not going to be insulted by anybody, and I don't care if you are a woman. One of the softer sex, indeed. Bear. 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 It's about time we got rid of the prejudice that only men need pay for their insults. Devil take it. If you want equality of rights, you can have it. We're going to fight it out. With pistols? very well this very minute this very minute my husband had some pistols i'll bring them here is going but turns back what pleasure it will give me to put a bullet into your thick head devil take you exit oh, i'll bring her down like a chicken i'm not a little boy or a sentimental puppy i don't care about this softer sex gracious little fathers kneels have pity on a poor old man and go away from here you frightened her to death and now you want to shoot her if she fights well, that's equality of rights emancipation and all that here the sexes are equal i'll shoot her on principle <laughs> but what a woman devil take you i'll put a bullet into your thick head <laughs> how she reddened how her cheeks shone she accepted my challenge my word it's the first time in my life that i've seen go away sir and i'll always pray to god for you mm, she is a woman it's the sort i can understand a real woman not a sour-faced jelly-bag but fire gunpowder a rocket i'm even sorry to have to kill her <laughs> dear dear sir do go away oh i absolutely like her absolutely even though her cheeks are dimpled i like her i'm almost ready to let the debt go and i'm not angry any longer oh, wonderful woman enter popova with pistols here are the pistols but before we fight you must show me how to fire i've never held a pistol in my hands before oh lord have mercy and save her i'll go and find the coachman and the gardener why has this infliction come on us Exit examining the pistols ah you see there are several sorts of pistols there are mortimer pistols specially made for duels they fire a percussion cap these are smith and wesson revolvers triple action with extractors mm, these are excellent pistols they can't cost less than ninety roubles the pair 
you must hold the revolver like this aside her eyes her eyes what an inspiring woman like this yes like this then you cock the trigger and take aim like this put your head back a little hold your arm out properly like that then you press this thing with your finger and that's all the great thing is to keep cool and aim steadily try not to jerk your arm very well it's inconvenient to shoot in a room let's go into the garden come along then but i warn you i'm going to fire in the air that's the last straw why because because it's my affair are you afraid yes ah no sir you don't get out of it you come with me i shan't have any peace until i've made a hole in your forehead that forehead which i hate so much are you afraid yes i am afraid you lie why won't you fight because because you because i like you <laughs> he likes me he dares to say that he likes me points to the door that's the way loads the revolver in silence takes his cap and goes to the door there he stops for half a minute while they look at each other in silence then he hesitatingly approaches popova listen are you still angry i'm devilishly annoyed too but do you understand how can i express myself the fact is you see it's like this so to speak well is it my fault that i like you he snatches at the back of a chair the chair creaks and breaks oh, devil take it oh i'm smashing up your furniture i like you do you understand i almost love you oh get away from me i hate you god what a woman i've never in my life seen one like her i'm lost done for fallen into a mouse-trap like a mouse stand back or i'll fire fire then you can't understand what happiness it would be to die before those beautiful eyes to be shot by a revolver held in that little velvet hand oh, i'm out of my senses think and make up your mind at once because if i go out we shall never see each other again decide now i'm a landowner of respectable character have an income of ten thousand a year i can put a bullet through a coin tossed into the air as it comes down i own some fine horses will you be my wife indignantly shakes her revolver oh let's fight let's go out oh, i'm mad i understand nothing waiter water let's go out and fight i'm off my head i'm in love like a boy like a fool snatches her hand she screams with pain oh ah oh, i love you kneels i love you as i've never loved before i've refused twelve women nine have refused me but i never loved one of them as i love you 
i'm weak i'm wax i've melted i'm on my knees like a fool offering you my hand shame shame i haven't been in love for five years i'd taken a vow and now all of a sudden i'm in love like a fish out of water i offer you my hand yes or no you don't want me oh very well gets up and quickly goes to the door stop stops well nothing go away no stop no go away go away i hate you oh no don't go away if you knew how angry i am how angry i am throws her revolver on the table my fingers have swollen because of all this tears her handkerchief in temper what are you waiting for get out good-bye yes yes go away where are you going stop no go away oh how angry i am don't come near me don't come near me approaching her how angry i am with myself i'm in love like a student i've been on my knees oh i love you what do i want to fall in love with you for to-morrow i've got to pay the interest and begin mowing and here you puts his arms around her oh, i shall never forgive myself for this get away from me take your hands away i hate you let's go and fight a prolonged kiss enter luca with an axe the gardener with a rake the coachman with a pitchfork and workmen with poles catch a sight of the pair kissing little fathers lowering her eyes luca tell them in the stables that toby isn't to have any oats at all today curtain end of the bear by anton chekhov translated by julius west